little chatterbox, the one with pretty auburn locks. Whom do you see? It's little orphan Annie. She and Sandy make a pair. They never seem to have a care. Cute little she, this little orphan Annie. Bright eyes, cheeks of rosy glow, there's a store of healthiness handy. Might size, always on the go, if you want to know. Princess Sandy always wears a sunny smile. Now wouldn't it be worth a while if you could be like little orphan Annie? It's 5.45 now, the time when you hear about Orphan Annie's adventures and all about Ovaltine, too. And tonight, I have a letter that tells you a mighty interesting story about how Ovaltine helped a boy who was thin and nervous. Mrs. W.C. Steiner, 361 Arch Street, New Britain, Connecticut, wrote this letter, and here's what she says. My son was injured in an automobile accident, leaving him nervous and restless, especially at night. He was quite thin, and his little shoulder blades began to protrude noticeably. He didn't like milk. And trying to find something to build him up, I remembered that a nurse had told me that Ovaltine was wonderful for children. He began to drink Ovaltine regularly, and in a short time had actually gained nine pounds. His nerves are so much better that we were able to send him to school with the rest of his playmates. And best of all, he wakes up in the morning rested and happy, ready for his Ovaltine and a good breakfast. Just think of that. Mrs. Steiner's boy was awfully thin and nervous, but once he started on Ovaltine, he gained nine pounds, and he's back at school feeling just tip-top now. Of course, you haven't been in an automobile accident, but still you may be kind of thin and small. If you are, why not ask your mother to let you try Ovaltine? That may be the biggest kind of a help for you, too, because every cupful of Ovaltine gives you important minerals and vitamins and things to help build up extra strength and energy for you. So ask your mother to let you have Ovaltine with all your meals every day from now on. And pretty soon, just see if you don't begin to get bigger and huskier and have loads more pep than ever before. And now for our adventure. Yesterday, Bill Corwin told the marshal that the payroll robber spoke with an Italian accent, wore a mask across his eyes, and had a scar on his left cheek. The marshal has left Dr. Stevens' house now, but Bill Corwin, Annie, Joe, and Cesar Rinelli are still here. And Caesar's terribly worried because the description of the robber almost exactly fits his father, Tony. But listen, Annie's talking now. Leaping lizard, Caesar. Your father. Gosh. I know father didn't do this, Annie. But the description Bill gave is just like him. But your father wouldn't rob Caesar. He wouldn't do a thing like this. I know he wouldn't. I'm sure he wouldn't. But don't you see how bad this is going to look for him? Shucks, I don't Lisa, see how... my father is the only man working on the bridge that I know of who has a scar on the left side of his face. How about that, Bill? I, I guess it's true, Annie. But suffering selfish, we know he didn't do it. You can say he, he didn't, Bill. You ought to know. You were the one who was robbed. You saw the robber. I, I did, Annie, but... Well, don't you see? He wore this mask across his eyes. If I were asked... Well, if I were asked on a witness stand under oath, I couldn't say this man wasn't, Tony. Jumping grasshoppers. You see the way it is, Annie? 
I saw it right off as soon as I heard Bill's description of the robber. But, Caesar, we know your father didn't do this. Of course we do. We know it because we know my father. But other people, like Mr. Flint, Red Hogan, the marshal, and all the police, they don't know it, they'll be sure he did it. There are other things beside that sky. Shucks, what? My father didn't go to work today. He wasn't feeling well. He was off the job, you see. He could have been anywhere. But I... There's more. Bill says the man who held him up will talk with an Italian accent. My father does. These little lizards, this does look bad. You're right, Annie. It looks bad when you add all those things up together. Especially when I can't say the man who held me up wasn't Tony. Shucks, there's only one thing I can see about the whole business. What's that, Joe? Well, we know Tony didn't do this, don't we? Of course we do. Well, then whoever did do it, try to make it look as if Tony did it. To throw suspicion off himself. Wait a minute, Joe. You're going pretty fast. There are a lot of facts you've got to explain. Well, it wouldn't be hard for anyone to put on work clothes so they look like Tony, would it? Of course not. And I guess most anybody, if they practiced a little, could talk with an Italian accent. Shucks, I could even do it myself. It's not so hard to talk an Italian. It's very easy to talk like a Tony. Suffering sunfish, it could be done. How about the scar, though, Joe? Well, I'm not so sure about the scar. That's got me stumped a little. And who'd want to do this to Tony? Who'd ever even think of doing it to him? I sort of got that figured out, Bill. You have, Joe? Yeah, not exactly who, but why. What do you mean, Joe? Well, I've been doing a lot of thinking ever since Mr. Strong got hurt. Strong? What's he got to do with this? He's lying home with a broken leg. I don't mean he has anything to do with it. But it's why Mr. Strong got hurt that I'm thinking has something to do with the robbery. He got hurt, Joe, because those logs fell on his leg. Sure, but don't forget, Annie, that those logs were pushed down on top of him. I know they were, but And I... who was it saw somebody push those logs? It was Caesar's father. That's who it was. It was Tony Rinelli. Leaping lizards, that's right, Joe. Sure, Annie, don't you see? If whoever hurt Mr. Strong thought Tony had seen him, then if they could get Tony out of the way, they'd be safe. So by doing this job, this robbery, and making folks think Tony did it, they'd be getting two birds with one stone. Joe, I think maybe you've hit on something. Sure he has. Joe, this is great, because all they've got against Caesar's father is the scar and the Italian accent. Sure, that's right, that's all. So if we could hook up this attack on Mr. Strong... Well, I got back. Oh, uh, hello, Marshal. We were just talking about the case, Marshal. Did you find anything? You bet your boots I found something. I came back here to see you, though, before I did anything about it, Corwin. What did you find? Did you ever see any of these before? See any of what? Now, wait, wait, wait now till I get them out of my pocket. I guess they're stuck. Uh, There, there. Did you ever see any of those envelopes before, Corwin? Why, why, of course. Those are the pay envelopes we use on the bridge job, Marshal. I thought so. I thought so. How many have you got there? Well, I don't know. A dozen or so, maybe. Reckon I got enough, anyhow. Well, where did you find them? Uh, When I heard your description of the robber, Corwin, it didn't take me long to get on the right trail. No, sir. I think I know most of the men working on this bridge job, and I know there's only one that's got a scar on his left cheek. So I hiked me right out to his shack Wait and a minute, Marshal. Who's the shack? Caesar, you're a good kid and I know it. This is going to be mighty hard on you, but you've got to bear it. I found these here envelopes out in your backyard, right where your father must have left them after he emptied the money out of them. Marshal, you don't I'm believe... sorry, Annie. I'm awful sorry. But evidence is evidence. Now, put together with Carwin's description of the man who held him up, 
and the place where I found these pay envelopes empty, I guess there's no more doubt about the case. I just came back here to hear from Corwin's lips that these were the envelopes. And now I... What are you going to do? I'm going to arrest Tony Rinelli for this robbery just as quick as I can get my hands on him. Marshal, you you got to wait. You I'm can't... sorry, Bill, I can't wait. Reckon I know my duty when I see it, and I've always been a man to do my duty. But we've got something to tell you. We don't think it was Rinelli. Joe here has a theory about I'm the... I'm sorry. Theories don't cut much ice with me where facts are concerned. And I reckon I got my facts. I'm heading for Rinelli's again now. If Joe wants to come along and explain his theories on the way, I'll listen. But I don't think my ears are going to hear so good. So long, Bill. I'll be seeing you after I make this arrest. Chucks, what are we going to do? Oh, I don't know. Is there anything you can do? The marshal seems to have made up his mind. We can tell him what we think, anyhow. My father never stole that money. Somebody put those pay envelopes in our yard. Of course. All I can suggest is that you run after him and try to convince him. I've got to go anyhow. If he's going to arrest my father, I've got to be there. Come on, then. Wish I could go with you, but the doc said I shouldn't move for a while. Of course. You stay there, Bill. We'll do the best we can. Good luck. There's a marshal ahead there. Well, let's catch up with him. Come on. Marshal. Hey, marshal, wait a minute. Well, what is it you want? <laughs> if you got any theories, Joe, let's hear as we walk along. And you better talk fast, because it's not so far to the Rinellis. It's this way, Mr. Marshall. We don't think Tony did this robbery. We know he didn't. He My could've... father is an honest man. Never in his whole life has he done anything to be ashamed of. Caesar, it's you that I feel sorry for. You're a good kid, and I know it, and I've always liked you ever since you came here. But you are not to blame, and you mustn't feel to blame for anything your father's done. But my father didn't do it, Marshal. Of course he, he didn't. We've got it figured that somebody made it look as if Tony did it. You see? Now, they... wait a minute, Joe. You got any evidence to that effect? Evidence? Yeah. You see, I got plenty of evidence that says Tony Rinelli did this. And evidence speaks louder than words or theories. You see, in the first place, Corwin said the man that held him up spoke with an Italian accent. Now, there ain't so many Italians around here or on the bridge job either. And Corwin said, first of all, this man who held him up spoke like an Italian. But look, Marshal, it's this way. Anybody could speak with an Italian accent. With all this evidence piling up, it's not going to do any good spouting theories. I got my man. Leastwise, I'm going to get him as soon as I get to that door ahead there, and then we'll see what the court and the jury says about it. Well, please, Marshal, if you'd only listen for just a I'm minute. I'm sorry, Annie. I got my duty to do, and I'm a going to do it. This is the marshal, Mama. He is the town marshal, and he's looking for father. Oh, that's very nice. Papa no expect any calls today. He's very pleased when he hears the marshal come to see him. I'm afraid he won't be very pleased, Mrs. Tony. Where is he? Oh, he's very sick today. He's in the next room. Oh, but I know he'll be very glad to see the marshal. I will go in. No, don't bother, Mrs. Tony. I'll just go in. Now, don't get excited, Mama. This is going to be all right in what the What do you end. mean, Cesar? What do oh, you mean? Oh, there you are, Tony. Hello. Hello. 
I, I can't see pretty good because of the light. She's a dim. Well, never mind. You don't have to see me. I can see you all right, Tony. <laughs> have you been out of this house today? Oh, no, no. I'm sick. I'm very sick. I don't go to the job today. Not been out, eh? Well, that's your story, Tony, and you stick to it. But I don't think you're going to put it over. Because right now I'm arresting you for the robbery of the bridge payroll. What's that? You, you talk crazy. What you say? You arrest my Tony? You no can arrest my Tony. No, Mama, take it easy. Arrest me, Mother? I don't do no wrong. I you am... no arrest my Tony. You no can do that. My Tony, he belong to me. He no can do anything wrong. My Tony, he no could do anything wrong. Easy, Mama, easy. Well, I'm sorry, Tony, but you'll have to get up out of there and come with me. Come with me to jail. You're under arrest. No, no, no. Tony! Tony! Poor Tony Ranelli. They've arrested him for that payroll robbery. What do you think about it? Do you think he did it? Or has Joe got the right idea that someone's just trying to throw unjust suspicion on Tony? You can see from the way things are going now that... You don't want to miss a single one of Addie's adventures that are coming. Because if you do miss one, you're likely to miss out on something that's pretty important. And that's almost like missing your Ovaltine. Because drinking Ovaltine every day is pretty important too. Because every cup of Ovaltine is good for you and gives you important additions to the regular food you may need to have every single day. So ask your mother to get you a can of Ovaltine at her drug or grocery store right now and drink a big cup full this very night and with all your meals and in-between meals every day from now on. And everybody wants to be here right on time next Monday at 5.45 to find out what's going to happen to poor Tony. We'll be seeing you next Monday at 5.45 then. Goodbye. Thank you.